Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I think we should have two child of mine for every music region. I think I hear it. I remember commenting. I remember commenting to you. We had this discussion that I seem to ha- hear it every day of every weekend, that it was on every program director's playlist. It had to be in the rotation. And now it has to be in Chicago, right? Because it's Craig Kimbrell's walk-up song. Look, he got his name right. There's been much, much discussion about discussing his name and saying it fast, and Ozzy's got, like, cream puff or whatever he came up with. He's turned him into bacon. Whatever it is, it's just, it's, that's a hard name the way that, that's a hard name to pronounce without putting extra R's, dropping them there. I don't know. But I like the song, yeah. And we assume the position. The Kimberling. Let, let's the all, Kimberling. The, let's all Kimberl. Let's walk around Kimberling. Everybody Kimberl. Like Mary Hart did in the World Series in the first row at Dodger Stadium. She stood yes. up there and she Kimberled. She got the left hand down around the left knee and the right arm with the elbow all the way up in the air and the fingers splayed out like it's inflatable, like your hand is inflatable, uh-huh. and that's the Kimbrel. And something is going to happen in terms of marketing that in this town and in Wrigleyville. And I don't know what it is, whether it's a T-shirt whether it is um, uh, an it item. It looks like the perfect thing to hang from a rooftop, doesn't it? Back beyond the, the, the fences, you'd, you'd you, hang that over the... Like instead of a rooster as a weather vane? A rooster. <laughs> the world is shaped like a rooster. I don't know. Something. So, something's going to happen. Maybe I brought this up yesterday to, to McNeil. Can we like, do like backwards low fives? As we're Kimberling, so set yourself up in the Kimberl position and then give each other a low five. Can that, will that become a Cub thing? I don't know. I just know that Wrigleyville finds a way to monetize anything remotely interesting and turn it into T-shirts or promotional items. Right. So maybe you buy one of those instead of the, the foam finger, where the number one foam finger, maybe mm-hmm. you buy the, the bent arm. Yeah, I, yeah, I they don't give know. A, they have a giveaway? I, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe... Um, in-house marketing turns it into a chug, like you have to chug your beer with the left hand while you're Kimberling with the right hand. You're welcome. That's free. You can have that one. Yeah, that is. It's not good. 312-644-6767 is a number. Eb called that number from West Bend, Wisconsin. Eb, welcome to the score. Good morning, boys. I'm not going to be home tomorrow, so I'm going to have to DVR Murder, She Wrote, but uh, I'll, yes. I'll get to that another day. Um Joe Madden has to quit being the cool dad. Last year when we had uh, Russell before he got into his situation, did he not play every single day? You uh, can't play the guy you can't play the guy start the guy once a week and expect him to come out and hit 300. I know he's struggling, but put the guy in there same with Almora. Put him in there for 10 days straight. 
No, it's, I, I believe they've, they've done what they can to put them in a position to succeed. Yeah. And I, I think that's, I, again, the, the people, you're one of the people Joe calls a lineup pista, and sometimes I will be on your side. But I do think that the manager has done what the GM's office has compiled statistics to show that your guys would be best served to be in this position on this day against that pitcher. Character off the charts for Albert Almora. Baseball character, seemingly personal character. Mm-hmm. Um, love the instincts. Uh, love the defense in center field. But he just can't hit with any consistency. Nope. I, either for power or for contact. He's not hitting lefties with consistency anymore. But I think that's part of the major league, the, the learning curve for him. Because he was owning lefties. Last year, they adjust. They found something. He has to figure out what they found and adjust back. That's okay. the regular growth of a of a young major league hitter, as, as it would be a major league pitcher, as they figured out what as as the league figures out how yeah, what he's going to throw. But remember, there's a fairly long time in the minors for Albert, and now it's a fairly long time up here. A fairly long time waiting here in the majors for Albert's development, and I. I, I'm, I, I'm having trouble with my patience. My Almora patience is, is going, and I don't buy at all Caller's argument that he has not been given a fair shake. And that we've heard that for a couple years now. He got, worn, he got such a fair shake last year, he got worn down. Well, and, and this year. He was tired. And this year he was given the full-on opportunity to win that job against both sides of, 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 of the rupper. Mm-hmm. Against righties and lefties. Here you go, Albert. Here you go. You can be our leadoff hitter in our center Please. fielder. Here you go. Please. And, and he didn't take it. He, he didn't take it. And so. I, I, I think from the start, we've seen that he's not a, I don't want to, I guess the best phrase is quick study. He's not a quick study because it took a while to get him to the point where people could legitimately lobby for him to be an everyday player. And last year was the year and he was an everyday player and you saw him get worn down. And now this year they want him to be, they want him to be ready he looked like he was going to be ready, and mm. now not being able to hit lefties? How? What's wrong with this picture? Yeah, I don't know. 312-644-6767 is the number. Al in Vernon Hills, welcome to the score. How are you doing, Al? Hi. I absolutely love listening to you guys. I have to say that, first of all. Well, I, it's very nice of you to say we would encourage you to raise the bar. I just think that <laughs> there are certain goals you should have in life, and we should not be one of them. But uh, as, uh, as, as you put it, you do have to say that, or else we hang up on you. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I want to I join you guys on Cubs radio, because I'm such an obsessed Cubs fan. I'd be good only talking Cubs. <laughs> well, this is, this is your moment, Al. It has arrived. Okay. So this is how I feel. The potential of Russell... And the potential of Hap is why we're holding on to them with hope, right? No, I don't think so. I think they would wanted to trade both, and they, neither has done anything yeah. to, to to create any kind of a, any kind of leverage to give anybody a reason to come after those guys and get and give the Cubs an opportunity to get what they need. Okay, and that's actually my point because I'm 100 percent in favor of taking Russell and Hap. Trading them with some minor league players that like have it, we don't know what they're going to be like A or double A players, and have Theo work out some kind of deal, bring in David Ross or whatever you got to do, and go to the Kansas City Royals and get a starter because unfortunately the health is an issue now. With we need, we can't have enough pitching, and I think we need not think we all know 
We don't know what's going to happen with Lester. We don't know what's going to happen with Hamels. We don't know what's going to happen with the health of Hendricks. We need to do like a Sutcliffe thing, like in 84, huh. looking at our path. We traded Mel Hall and Joe Carter and got us a 16-1 and pitcher in Sutcliffe. So do you have Cy Young of... Cy Young pitchers at the Cy Young R Us store. You got anybody in mind there? Hey, when you talk about Kansas City, you think about you know, Danny Duffy? You, you think about... I was thinking Saber Hagen or Gubazov. <laughs> Those guys could be good. Yeah. Thank you, Al. I, Al, I, th- I appreciate the call, and I do think I, I, that's my approach. I want to do that. I know you do. Because I think that's more important than whatever they're going to hit, they're going to hit. I think starting pitching is way too important for them to rely on what they've got. But maybe because they don't have trade leverage, and Gonzo was saying they're going to have to overpay for starters because they're a contender. So there's a premium on that just by the virtue of the Cubs being in first place. Yeah. Boy, the, the time is right, and the circumstances are right for a massive trade of consequence. Isn't it like well, is it, that's what as he's Theo talking about threatened it? If, yes. if this year doesn't work out. Yeah, well, and here we are. They're still in first place, but they're on pace for 88 wins, which is better than Pakota. Uh, yeah, but it's it. You know, it's lower than what they what they need to be and what they think. And as they've watched this month, and he's got a lot of big decisions to make about a bunch of guys who are going to be owed money at exactly the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether he will bother to make any of those decisions or just ride off into the sunset when they're all up in 2021 and let... All right, Jed, you take care of it. All right, yeah. see you later. But, I mean, there's, there's big decisions to make. And does this thing... I mean, look at all the needs. Look at all the needs. So you, now, now he's got me thinking, okay, so Hap, Almora, Edwards, who's going to throw a bullpen today. You know, I, I think Cup fans would happily part with all three of those guys. If you threw in one more, I mean, do you dare give up Adzelai, Adbert Adzelai, if you're getting a package back from Kansas City of a starting pitcher and Whit Merrifield? Something like that. Wow. That's, right? That's... That's large. Yeah. But you're, but you're shaking it up, and you're getting, getting a couple things you need. Is that the kind of move you make when you're in the window of your window? Seems to me it is. Yeah, I think so. It's pretty bold. I mean, what do you if you you you're protecting a future that you don't know whether you're going to be here or not? Let's assume he's going to be here. If well, he's not going to be here, then he better make that move right now. And because you've done kind of a poor job of self scouting and you've waited this long, where Almora and Russell's value is down where it is, they've been exposed again. You're going to have to give up even more. So yes. you're going to have to add some of those guys that I'm talking about. So some sort of some sort of mix like that to bring in a couple people. At, you know, at the very least, go get D. Gordon. Go get D. Gordon from Seattle. Go ahead. Throw some slappy speed at I the top of your spend lineup. I don't spend any of my chips. You won't have to. You don't, it, it, it's Seattle. They, Jerry Depoto. Seattle, what do you do? Jerry Depoto, he tried to do something this year. It was adorable, and it, it worked for three and a half weeks, and then they gave up again. And he's going to – it's not going to cost you much to get D. Gordon. It's not. I still don't want to spend any of my trade capital – on anything but a starting pitcher first. Oh, well, I just think I that's too much. 312-644-6767. Bob in Melrose Park. Welcome to the score, Bob. What's on your mind? Hey, yeah, I, I was just curious about what you guys thought about this. You know, we've heard a lot about how the Cubs and all their blown saves throughout the course of the year, but a lot of these take place in, like, the sixth or seventh inning by a guy who's never going to have a chance to save the game 
Anyway, I think Major League Baseball needs a stat called the blown hold because what these guys are doing is they're blowing holds. They're not technically, I mean, technically they're blowing saves. Yeah, you're right. Because we don't really have enough saves, stats in Major League you know? Baseball. <laughs> yeah, you're Do you really right. want another stat or you just want to vent, Bob? You, you just well, used that as a facade, didn't you, Bob? Well, no, I just think that it's something. I just think it, 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 it's kind of weird how guys get, get credit for blowing a save when they were never going to have a chance actually earned the save, and I thought if Speaks could create Gawagi, we could create a... Uh, right, how about an SU for sucks? The blown hole, how about if it know? just says God SU love in you, the Bob. box score for sucks? God love you, Bob. You're my people. I now am behind the blown hold, which is not a sex act. I am, I am behind that. We don't know. <laughs> not that I'm aware of. We don't know. Watch Billions. It could show up on Billions. <laughs> I, I, I am behind the blown hold a thousand percent. No, see, Bob... he mentioned he went Gawagi on you. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And if you're going Gawagi, if you're going, go up and get it as yeah, the scouting term that needs, then you've won my heart. Yeah. You've come back to me. All right. God love you. Right. Tony and Champagne, welcome to the score. Yes. Hi, Bob. How you doing? <laughs> I'm, Bob, I'm, uh, we're yeah. good. How are Thanks, you, Bob? Tony. Bob, you good? Well, the hi, reason Bob. I'm calling is um, you're talking about Al Mora and you're talking about Russell and all these other people who get up there and they're just not consistent at bat. Would you name me one Cub who is right now? Consistent at bat? Other than maybe Hayward. And he wasn't for a long time. Well, I mean, baseball's a game of. I mean, there is no question about it. Nobody is. One game they score ten runs and everybody's hitting. The next game they score nothing and nobody's hitting. The vexing. I mean, I've seen Baez and all these other guys strike out just as much as anybody else. The vexing part about Russell and Almora is not being able to hit lefties as well as they should. Hmm. That's what. What about Caratini? I mean, wouldn't he be a good part of a trade? Um, I mean, he was doing good before he got hurt. But after he got hurt and come back, I mean. Caratini just had a big homer the other day. All right, hang on. Let, let's all slow down. So did Russell. Let's slow down. Let's all slow down. Thank you for the call. Maybe they can get no more Garcia Park. Do you realize, you realize what an absurd game this is? What game? To baseball. Yeah. To argue passionately about. Because the best in the history of the game mm-hmm. get on base far less than 50% of the time. Yes. It's, it's the best. And so you go to a game and you watch somebody go 0 for 4, or you watch a few games and you see them go 1 for 12, and you're like, man, these guys blow. And then they give you a 4 for 4, or they give you a 3 for 5, or a couple of 2 for 5s, and all of a sudden their numbers are where they are. Does Chris Bryant suck? No, he doesn't suck. Is he hitting into too many double plays in big situations on the first pitch lately? Yes, absolutely. But... Which is really an outlier for him. I, I think so. Yes. I think knowing, knowing his career and seeing what he's done, right. I'll, 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 I'll happily um, stick my future, stake my future on, on Chris Bryant. Uh, I'm, I'm very comfortable doing that. Right. And Anthony Rizzo. And at this point, Javier Baez, who has blown me away with his ability to adjust and improve in ways that I didn't expect four, three years ago, four years ago. But it's like... We sit here arguing and guys get frustrated about stuff. Hell, my meatball fan wife the other day is like, come on, Rizzo, get on base. Get really? on base. I'm like, Rizzo? You're bitching about Rizzo. He went 0 for 4, didn't he? Wow. Yeah, but he, I mean, look what he did. Tough, tough room is right. <laughs> wow. The game is freaking hard, man. It's maddening. And the margins between a great team and a good team are really small. Unless you get a lot of guys who are just that little bit better, like the Dodgers or the Astros have, or maybe the Braves. I mean, that's what we're talking about. This is still a good team. 
It was driving people crazy. I and the hitting with runners in scoring position was uh, an issue last year. It's an issue, especially when, it, when Theo called the offense broken. It was an issue this year that really they they heightened it. They made it worse the same way they made getting off to a good start worse. They inflamed the situation by saying that absolutely had to happen. And then they called it opportunity hitting. Mm -hmm. They tried to delude themselves into something different. And it didn't work. It was never going to work. It was really bad branding. It was bad managing of the the mental part of that. It's a really simple thing. Hit in the clutch. Period. Even whether you define clutch, however you want to define it, mm-hmm. the, every player knows what that is, what that means. Stop trying to give it a different name. Just let guys be themselves at that moment. And that's what they need to concentrate on. C- calling it opportunity hitting, I, I'm just, I cringe at that. And I cringed then, and they've been lousy at it by and large all year. Have we filled in people? That was good, by the way. I appreciate the, the, everything you had to say and the way you said it. It was, it was delightful, and I was glad to be a part oh, of it. Okay, we're done for the year. Um, the, um, the, the, the Cubs announced a bunch of roster moves. Did we give people these specifics yet? No, we Have did we done not. that? We did not. Should we do it now? Or yes, do we'll, it? we'll do it now. Okay, um, Cole Hamels has been put on the 10-day injured list with a left oblique strain. Outfielder Carlos Gonzalez... He gone has been designated for assignment. If he uh, clears waivers over the course of 10 days, maybe they'll offer him minor leagues and he could go there if he wants. But if you're Carlos Gonzalez, you just crapped the bed for Cleveland, given a chance. And you've now done so for the Cubs, given a chance. Maybe you can take him to the Chicago dogs tomorrow. Oh boy. Actually, it's actually not a bad idea. Zambrano. It's not a bad idea. Butch Hobson. And Dylan Maples and Rowan Wick have been called up. So two relievers added to the mix as they wait for Tyler Chatwood to be ready to start. Again, he's not available in your bullpen. And Mike Montgomery, probably not available in your bullpen. We don't know what he's available to do, on what thought process, on what what brainwaves there are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maples, uh, I think Gonzo tweeted out 12 Ks, no walks in his last five and two thirds innings. That's good. That is good. That's good. Wick with a 2.22 ERA while at Iowa. All right, take a break. We'll come back. More of your phone calls on the Cubs. Way to fix them. 312-644-6767. And, and Spiegel's looking for peripherals and analytics for bags. Yep. Bags, babips. It's happening in my life. I'm dealing with this a situation. Is, this is really scary how out of hand this has gotten. <laughs> All right, bags above replacement coming at you. Saturday Suckage, the only place you're going to find that discussion. Chicago Sports Radio 6-7. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The score. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago Sports Station. Getting used to sweet child of mine. 
Craig Kimbrell coming into the radio show with that wing, that wing, whatever we're going to do with that wing, we say we hang it from a rooftop. Maybe they'll find a way, I'm sure they'll find a way to monetize it. That's what I'm saying. Around, I, around the park at Gallagher Way, they yeah. hang it over Gallagher Way. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll like, have people, they'll do contests, go ahead and give us your best Kimbrel. Here uh, on Gallagher Way. That sounds like a Goose Island thing. They sponsored the, the 43-yard field goal kicking uh, exhibition. Just handing out ideas. Yeah, you Just are. free Just of charge. Away. That's right. He's Matt the Brander. <laughs> All right, 312-644-6767. You, you got everybody's ideas, and you can't get nothing out of Gwagi. No. Except maybe a trademark. I, although I have... Have you TM'd I, it? I, I know, but I have pitched some uh, very high-ranking people. I pitched... Uh, you know, looking for an advocate for Guagi along the way, I have pitched it to Mike Florio. I've pitched it to uh, two different people from Pro Football Focus. I thought that was my gold yes. right there. Right. I, thought, I thought I had found them. Including the Irish guy. Yeah, Sam Monson and Steve Palazzolo. And both of them said, yeah, uh, thanks for that. Appreciate it. Yeah. But they're wrong. They're, they're idiots. Maybe, um, maybe our friend Greg Gabriel, who is now the director of personnel for the XFL. Uh-huh. Can maybe bring Gawagi to the XFL, right? Maybe, maybe he can. Yeah. Maybe he can. Let me work on that. Yeah, that's good. This you, is important. You'd be the masterisk. Dan in Wisconsin, welcome to The Score. Hi, guys. I enjoy your broadcast. I've been listening for the last four and a half hours and have heard a lot of subtle excuse making for the Cubs. I'd like to know why Joe Madden has given a pass so often. They're paying a the guy... Like top rate in baseball, the Cubs have by far the most talent what do do in the National League Central. What did he do I, wrong? Did he was he the guy who went over a lifetime with runners in scoring position? I mean, I think like, I can why, why, the team why, as good as why he do is. you want to blame him when the players are the ones failing? Was yeah, he, well, was, then why are they paying him so much money? He's always trying goofy things so people world, consider him a genius. Dan, he won a World Series. Um, nobody yeah, the they won that Game years. 7 in spite of him. Yes, that's true. They got to Game 7 somewhat because of him. Yeah, somewhat, after decades and generations. Right, so he did. He was, he was a bit of, he might not have been actually Moses, but he was you know, part of Moses' posse. Yeah, so now he'll probably get a pass like Mike Sosha did for 20 years. <laughs> no, I, I think the Cubs have already made it clear that it, it's, it's win or walk. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think it's walk. I think it's walk no matter what. I always enjoyed Dan's Thanks, Dan. calls, but I wonder why, why Dan is, is so down on Joe for this, this year in particular. Um, if anything, they've taken some matters out of Joe's hands this year, right? They made it very clear, like coaches. Yeah. Like, taking coaches out of your hands. Joe, would you like, um, would you like uh, some input on the hitting? No, forget it. We're just going to give you a hitting yeah. coach. Joe, we're going to talk to you about the pitching. No, no, no. Forget no. it. Just enjoy Tommy Hadovy. Um, hey, bench coach, you know the person that's sitting next to you all the time? Joe, say hello to Mark Loretta. Well, let me introduce you to Mark Loretta. And by the way, this office right here around the corner, we're going to be in that. Yes. A lot we're of times here. Yeah. Would you also do us a favor and get on the field and be, be a little bit more involved in the hitting drills? And to Joe's credit, he has done exactly that. He and does he has, what his bosses want. Yes, he has, he has embraced the uh, circumstances because he is making that money. And he did open a restaurant. And he is uh, enjoying life as being the Cubs manager. And um, he's not ready to be done with it. But I think, they, I think they're ready 
to be done with him. I, I think they are, but it's their guys that are there who are not playing or not hitting, and now they're going to have to trade some of their guys. It's getting it's to that point. Mm. The their guys off the major league roster. I think that's that's not something they want to do. They've done it, but the trading off the major league roster, pulling guys out of the clubhouse. Most teams are reluctant to do that unless they're really looking to make a statement, which Theo did with Jim Hendry when they traded Noma here. And that was as severe a move as Theo could make at the time and did and worked. Yeah. With the idea, this reminded me when you brought up the fact that they they brought their desks into Joe's clubhouse, right? The dressing room. Yeah. One of the more famous... um, cameo roles in the Mary Tyler Moore show was when she had a dinner party and couldn't get the whole table right. Henry Winkler was the date, and he was at the kids' table. And there was a little table up on the, a couple steps up away from everyone else. That's where the kids' table usually was. It's a classic episode, and that's what Joe is now, where Henry Winkler is at that table, and just happy to be in the room the way Henry Winkler was. That's three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. That Nomar trade is is a sort of template. Is one of the yes. templates for what for what we're talking about. And what's interesting though is what that was in a, in a really interesting direction that they went. They went for defense. They got rid of the bat and changed up the chemistry. But remember, they got Orlando Cabrera to play shortstop far better than Nomar Garcia-Para. And in that trade also, they got Doug Mintkiewicz to play first base. And in using Derek Lowe and other ground ball guys throughout the course of the rest of that season, Mm -hmm. they maximized the value of defensive players like Cabrera and Mintkiewicz. And both those guys also were a little more contact. Mintkiewicz was kind of a... He was was one of the twins grinders, the twins piranhas. He was the, the, the... Kenny Williams, you know, that was the, the goal that he wanted, a whole bunch of Mankiewicz's. Yeah, so uh, it, it's, it's interesting It's interesting to think about what, what that deal, um, like what the, the dynamics chemistry. of the chemistry. It was a chemistry, the chemistry and defense. Was really important. Yep, because chemistry Because the way defense. they describe that is 24 chairs facing the center of the dressing room and one facing a locker stall, mm-hmm. and they traded that one chair. All right, let's talk to uh, Chuck and Schomburg. Chuck. Why are you calling us? <laughs> My call. I'm a long-time listener. Just want to pick your guys' brain on the uh, future of the Cubs in terms of, like the 85 Bears, I think they should have won more championships. I'm concerned that 2016 World Champion Champions Cubs are doomed not to become a dynasty. Is it possible for the Cubs to become a dynasty, that one, the team that we currently have? Thanks, guys. Yeah, if they win. That's what it comes down to. They, they're closer to the 85 Bears than they are the, the, the Bulls or the Blackhawks. But the, they got to win. And they know they got to win. And that's why Theo said this is a, this is gonna, there's going to be a reckoning this year. That's the way he characterized it. Mm-hmm. This is an, a really interesting time for them to be playing so poorly. That's why this conversation is so distressing, isn't it? Yes and no. They're playing poorly when everybody else is, which means they're blowing a chance to run away with it, but nobody's running over them. Yeah, but they're... What, would ha- what, do, you right. think would, what do you think would happen if Milwaukee was playing... If they were seven games back right now? Yeah, if the Cubs oh, were seven games back. <laughs> who would be traded? Who would be going? Would, would the Schwarber trade happen? Mm, no. The one they've resisted all this time? 
No. I mean, you're not. We assume that the heart of that order is not going anywhere. You can't imagine Contreras, Baez, Bryant, Rizzo being traded, right? Fair? Under If there were seven games back, could you still imagine any of those guys being traded? If there were seven games back? Yes, now. With one trading deadline, but it's still about 31 days away. I think we'd be looking 32. at a more extreme more type, dire. a more dire, dangerous spot that yearns for aggression but the kind of big deal I described, like with the Kansas City, where you're dealing your detritus, you know, you're like, hey, I don't need they, this. They I don't know need what that. your detritus this. is, though. Yeah. Then you, you, might, you might be tempted to, to make it even bigger and deal one of those guys that you mentioned. Who, they're all, are you going to be able to pay all those guys? No, right? So Yeah, you can. You, all of you them? They, look, they traded Wrigleyville. They won the game of Monopoly. They own it. They're making money everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can pay them whatever you want. So Contreras you, you, and Baez no re- and Brian. There's no reason they can't pay them. They, they choose to go into the luxury tax or double double secret probation, whatever that thing is going to be. <laughs> however, however it multiplies, uh, whatever the exponent is, they can afford it. Whether they want to or not, mm-hmm. I don't know. And that they didn't initially want to do it this year. They did not want to play the... The Machado game. They didn't want to play the Bryce Harper game. Yeah. They didn't want to. There's. They Tom, Tom Rickett said you're not spending that same dollar twice. Yeah, but they ended up playing the Kimbrel game. They ended up playing the Kimbrel game, and now because there's Zobrist. Yeah, but Zobrist might even still come back in September, which means that that some of the money that they're using is uh, is is not gonna not gonna come all the way back to them. We'll see if if that indeed does happen. Um, but you know, a couple people have texted it along the way here. I, and I'm not that guy. I am, I am all in on my belief in Chris Bryant. I, I absolutely would, to answer two different textures, pay Chris Bryant between 200 and $300 million. I believe in Chris Bryant as a player, as a dude, and as a baseball future. I agree. Okay. I, I'm with you on there that. There are some people who are, are not feeling that way these days. Not feeling that way these days. And talk about a trade ship that would get you more than just about anything. You know, um, that that's 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 a guy that that comes up. You talked about a guy who would get you probably a starting pitcher and a contact guy and whatever else. And you could. Would he be, is he the most valuable more than Contreras I think so. and, and Baez? He or Baez. He or Baez are the most valuable. But that that big power hitting catcher doesn't you think he's third? No better than third. Yeah. In this yeah. I think he, I think he's no better than third. Um because of the consistency and what a brutal year Wilson had last year. Uh, and even though and Brian... framing issue. Yeah. Yeah, on, on, on some level, for a position that important. And because, you know, people are willing to accept less. Yeah, I think Bryant has the most value on your roster. Yes. Okay. I'm, and, I, and I don't want to deal it, but there's, there's a lot of people who keep bringing his name up. There are some places Baez would have a lot more value if you're looking to sell tickets because he's, he's far more entertaining. Absolutely. And there are places that... Maybe that value is – I'm not lobbying for trading him, but I'm just trying to establish certain value in certain, mm-hmm. certain places. And he does play shortstop. Brian plays everywhere else. Brian does, <laughs> Brian does play everywhere else. And my, just my money's on that, dude. I, I believe in, in the makeup so severely. Yes. I believe in the history of his production so clearly. Um, can you believe we're having we're, – we're seeing those texts. I yeah. can believe we're seeing those texts. But usually they're all – eased every time the Cubs go to Cincinnati, which is like his second home. 
Bryant's second home. Yeah. That's, where, that's where he hit for the I, full house. I thought three it was, I three thought, homers over two doubles. I thought it was going to happen last night. Um, when the Reds in the eighth inning went to Amir Garrett, their lefty, mm-hmm. fireballing, setup dude, mm-hmm. and they brought him in to deal with Schwarber and Rizzo with Bryant sandwiched in between. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's a spot where Bryant has to go deep. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like he's got, he's got to hit the hell out of the ball. Right. Such a, that's he has to. Opportunity hitting. 312-644-6767 is the number. John in a car phone. Welcome to the score. We're here for you, hey, John. Th- hey, thank you, for, thank you for taking my call. First time caller. Welcome uh, in. Enjoying Jane. the show. I, I think my only comment, and it's a short one, uh, I wish to see the Cubs just play a regular lineup. For like maybe a month, I think a lot of these guys have stunted growth because they just from day to day uh, there's somebody playing a different position, and I think that that's, that that just can be a settling thing when you're going out there every day, not knowing who's going to play, who's not playing, and I think it, it came from the upper upper echelons of management that they wanted to showcase all these guys to. To uh, get a higher trade value, no, I, don't I, don't, I don't believe that's true. I don't. I don't believe that that's true for a second. No. That that okay. that that the utility, like using guys at a bunch of different positions and shaking it up, that's Joe Madden. He did it in Tampa, and it's and it's a lot of teams around baseball. It's also Dave Roberts. It happens all the time these days. It's also yeah. the front office coming down with two hundred pages of data a game. Yes. Yes, in that sense, but it's not, about, it's not about showcasing value. No. If anything, it's about Trying this. To win. Yeah, let's put, let's put the Baez glove here, which they used to do. Remember when Lester would pitch, let's right. put the Baez glove at third and move Brian out here. These days, it's let's move the Bodie glove around to the most sensible place. So mm-hmm. it's based on that. It's not based on showcase. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Oh, here's a, here, you know what? We may, we may have an answer for you. Okay. Speaks. Oh, good. Gary in South Bend. Hi, Gary. May, may have an answer help, for you. Help us monetize Kimbrel before the Cubs do. Remember when Lester would say, let's get the Baez Club at third and move Brian out here. These days, it's let's move the Bodie Club yeah. around the most sensible place. Gary, so turn off your radio. Up. We have to wait for that part to come around on the radio. It'll be a good 15 seconds. Gary, are you there? No. He's not. Okay. All good. Gary. Gary. There he is. Hey, Gary. No. No. no he just heard us introduce him, though. Yeah, give it one more try, Julio. I think you might have just heard himself get introduced. Hi, Gary. Are you there? Yeah. Turn, da- turn, off, turn off your radio, please. We- Especially radio when you're listening to us. Yes. Thank you. Because we didn't enjoy hearing our own show back no, through your phone. It's it awful. It's terrible. <laughs> Go ahead, Gary. Long- Long-time listener, first-time caller. You guys keep me entertained on the road. Outstanding. Thank you. Okay. So do you have an idea for Speaks? The Kimbrough bobblehead. The barbel, bobble the, arm? The, it's got to be posed in the Kimbrough crouch. Okay. So, Gary, thank you for making your call. Thanks, man. Yeah, we appreciate that. He called to suggest a bobblehead. Yes, that should come. But the bobble, the bobble arm, arm, the bobble arm. Let's take Gary's idea and further it. The, yeah. bo- the bobble arm. Yeah, the bobble wing. and that, The bobble wing. That seems to work. That's not bad, actually. It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's it. All right. So we're going to go on to a different showcase. All right. You, we still need to get to the bags. We need to take a, take a break. And you have to explain your obsession with metrics for bags. Uh-huh. And I also have, in, in a week of hockey where you're dealing with some some free agency and all that. There were, there were two notable events in the NHL that I, I need to share. This is the, the, 
Maybe the best reason never to answer your phone when the Hockey Hall of Fame calls <laughs> and one of the all-time great retirement pictures. So that and bags, metrics, you, you only get it here on Saturday Suckage, but you knew that. Chicago Sports Radio success. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this is sports radio 670 the score and 670 the score.com chicago sports station I'm in. Weekend programming. Sweet child of mine. Until we get your wing idea. I like, you know, the bottle wing. That's, that'll work. I don't know how you... Pro- maybe you can produce it as a foam winger. Mm. Rosenblum and Spiegel, Saturday Suckage. So, this weekend... One of the things I like about hockey and the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, it's hockey. It's not just the NHL Hall of Fame. It's the Hockey Hall of Fame. So they welcome all types, all things. I remember the year, I was up there with the year Dennis Savard was inducted. And what a brilliant, he was just brilliant um, as a player, but also. As a speaker? Yeah, you, you get four minutes for a speech. You, two, of it, two minutes in French, two minutes in English. And um, it was also the year that the Team Canada from 1972, the Summit Series, they played the Russians for the first time and had to win the last three games in Russia, Soviet Union, in order to take the series. And that whole team was there. It was great. It was just a wonderful mm. way to celebrate hockey. So this was the week they announced that Steve Larmer again would be overlooked, that Doug Wilson again would be overlooked, because they don't know what they're doing. But one of the people they inducted into the Hall of Fame is Haley Wickenheiser. She was... I, I don't know how best to describe the Wayne Gretzky of women's hockey for Canada, okay. leading them to to many Olympic medals, most of them gold. She couldn't pick up the phone. There's a media call when you're inducted in the Hall of Fame, and you get the call, and the media's listening in. She couldn't get the call because she was taking a medical school exam, and she would have failed if she had answered her phone or <laughs> touched it. She got a degree in 2013 in kinesiology at the University of Calgary. 
She is now studying for an advanced degree and was taking finals. She couldn't answer her phone That's awesome. to let her know she was inducted into the Hall of Fame because she was taking a medical final. Oh. And the other hockey story this week was uh, one of Chicago's all-time great villains, Roberto Luongo, yeah. retired. Uh, the goaltender for the Vancouver Canucks all those years and then recently is the um, Florida Panthers. So I guess Joel Quenville gets a job there and he wasn't going to play for Joel Quenville or Quenville told him not to. We know how to beat just to get out. And he retired. His tweet featured a picture of gleaming white goalie pads strung up over a power line <laughs> amid all the other sneakers. That's how he... Strombone is the Twitter follow. He's hysterical. Yes, he is. And for as much of a villain as he was, and he was, and those Canucks teams were... He was always a, he was charming, he was funny, he was a, a, a wonderful lightning rod for during that series. And then afterwards, he was a great follow on Twitter. Yeah, you know, he was such a loathsome villain, and he was Which such... made him embraceable. Well, yeah, well, and, and he crumbled. He had so much yes. emotional crumble in his game. Yes. And then he admitted that it was something that he thought about. And made jokes about it. Mm -hmm. And then you immediately fell for the guy. At least I did. Yes. And it's, it's interesting because I had I'd always pictured him as like, one, uh, like the, who's the Sasha Baron Cohen villain in Talladega Nights? You know? Or he's the really, the incredibly well-dressed foreign um, race car driver with I the mustache. I just know Ricky Bobby. Yeah. But that, that character, that he always reminded me of Roberto Luongo and uh -huh. vice versa. And he was captain. He, goalie is a, as captain. It's like being a, a pitcher as, a, as your captain. It just doesn't happen. But he was that guy. So yeah. he was always going to talk. He was always, he was there for you. And sometimes he was crying. And mm -hmm. he was still there for you. That was it. So I knew that appealed to you. I understand what you're saying. Yes. There. Yes. And I, I thought the guy was... Um, he he, fa he factored into so much of what the Blackhawks became, and I it could have been even worse. The year the Blackhawks nearly completed the that comeback, the three zero comeback, they got to Game Seven. Patrick Sharp is at the left post, had him with a puck. I remember it. in overtime in Game Seven, and what that would have prevented is is the riot in Vancouver. Later on, when they lost to the Bruins, the Bruins won the Cup. Hmm. All right, so those are my hockey notes. And you, you have to explain, because you've, you've, you've got this bags thing. And I love the fact that you're using that name for it instead of the other name. The yeah. alternative name that seems to be... Um, Disgusting. Disgustingly accepted. Yeah, so, it's just ba wrong. Bags. Okay. And you need, you need peripherals, you need metrics, you uh, need advanced analytics. What's wrong with I, you? I have to, somehow, I need help in defeating someone very important in my life. Yeah, I need help. Well, you explain to people, maybe somebody can provide it for okay. you. Okay, all right. Sounds like a plan. You're not going to do it right now. No, I, I, thought, don't, I don't. We, I think we have. We have to break. Am I? Am I wrong about I, that? I didn't know how extensive you wanted to do these. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, I understand. Metrics, yeah, so. no. There's not much to it. No, there's not yeah. much to it. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Okay, it's been great. fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is again, as I as I say. Yeah. The there's both a it's a tarp, 
And a parachute that Saturday Suckage yeah. provides for everyone. Look, all it is is that my wife is a shark when it comes to bags, and I just can't defeat her. There was a time last year when I caught up after months of abuse and won a couple of games. And now we have begun again. It's finally bag season here in Chicago, and, and she's just demolishing me. And she is, I feel like she's using launch angle and exit, <laughs> and, and exit velocity. Um, and I think she's got so I think she's got edgertronic cameras set up at a practice facility that I'm not allowed to use. Rapsodo bags. I think so. Is there? That okay. must be what's happening because she's brilliant and she's her level of consistency is astonishing. And I have some choke. I vacillate between choke and clutch in my game. Clearly, I have too much of the old school, um, you know, heart and soul um, makeup issues in my bags game i need to be more dispassionate and analytical but i i depend on my TWTW when it comes to my bags and i didn't think that would be me but that's who i am and i'm out there i'm trying to like get it use like meditation because we meditate every morning so i'm trying to use like meditation techniques and deep breathing techniques i need a mental skills coach for my bags yes. is what i'm saying yes you do yeah maybe and you it, should just burn some sage you think so? Yeah, sure. We've done that in the house, by the way. That's there you a, go. That's another story. I had not heard that until I covered... I, I should watch the way I say that. Until I covered Shannon Elizabeth in the World Series of Poker. <laughs> it's an odd phrase. But um, she sages before every she begins every tournament. Does she really? Yes, she, that's what she said. Well, there you go. Maybe yeah. I should sage more. I would think that. Or, I'm offering that as a... Or should I give in and look at my, my, my batting ex- average of bags in play? I mean, do I need to look at these things? My I vorb. Think, I think it's worth checking out. And I also think that you might be placing a little bit too much importance on this. <laughs> you might. You shut your but dirty I, whore mouth. Yeah, this is I a can. key to a successful relationship. Back to sir. my home on Whore Island. Really? <laughs> you, you think trying to overcome the deficit you're facing uh-huh. and not accepting, not accepting your place in this particular my masculinity, episode? My masculinity is at stake here. I have yeah, good. This would be real, my real competitiveness. Yeah, my, my competitiveness. I, I just have to step forward and... It, it, it's like I, I just I need to get better, and I think I need to uh, become less dependent on on heart and soul and and what my eyes are telling me. Boots on the ground of bag scouting, if you will. I need to use computers more. Okay, well, we'll let the textures and callers have at it, and they'll help create. Some, yeah, help me some metric for you, some kind Thank of you. analytic that that'll help you get through this. Help me cross over to the dark evil side of bag statistics, Jeez. or find the blend. <laughs> Which is probably the way to be great, like it is for most ball clubs. Yeah. Okay. We'll work on that. Thank you. Saturday Suckage, of course. <laughs> Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.